This is Revelation Response, a podcast where we talk about who God is, what He's done in our lives, and how we can't help but respond in worship. We want these episodes to be an encouragement wherever you are in your faith journey, to pay attention to what God is saying to you, and to consider how you might respond. Now, here's my conversation with Carl Carty, Lindsay Mattingly, and Emily Weeks. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm Nate Souza, and uh, we have awesome guests today talking about a song that they wrote that we do at Fellowship. Uh, so let's just start with you, Carl. Hey, everybody. My name's Carl Carty. I'm the worship pastor of Fellowship Bible Church, and um, I've been a songwriter since I was a little kid. And so I've been a part of Fellowship in some capacity uh, or another since 2003. And so I love to write songs, and I love to write songs for the church. So excited to talk about look what the lord has done today it's awesome i'm lindsay mattingly um i've been on staff at fellowship for 10 years this year which is crazy um i have also loved writing since i was a little kid just listen to the radio and try to in originally in a in a very uh uh in a very bad way, <laughs> try to recreate <laughs> songs from the radio <laughs> and rewrite, you know, Stephen Curtis Chapman songs with my own lyrics. Which <laughs> it's really special. Yeah, we all start somehow. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully come a long way. So, yeah. That's awesome. Hey, I'm Emily Weeks, and I have been going to fellowship for coming up on 17 years now. Wow. And um, and so, yes. I did not that. That is, that's crazy. Yeah. That is record. Crazy. Uh-huh. Record holder. <laughs> How long have you been here, Carl? Uh, not that long. I think maybe you well, have. Well, I, we've been, we're close. We're on yeah. side. But yeah. I'm, I'm just a little ahead of you. Yeah. So we graduated from college and moved here. And that was the first church that we visited. And then we just decided to stay. So um, I serve on the worship team. And I've been invited into some co-writes with these beautiful people. <laughs> over the last two or three years, and I love it. So it's a joy. Well, we love having you a part of it. Um, yeah, and I think one of my favorites has been Look What the Lord Has Done. Um, it's just the lyric of that song. Um, when I was thinking about Revelation Response as a podcast, uh, that that song just kept, kept coming to mind as like a banner song. Um, look what God has done. Look at his character. Look what he's done in the world. Mm-hmm. Look who he is to me. And how could I not respond? It's like an involuntary. We talk about that a lot on the podcast. So like it just comes out like a like a laugh. You know, it's, it's not something I think super hard about. I just, how could I not respond to you? How could mm-hmm. I not worship you? Um, and so, yeah, I'd love to just jump into that song um, and talk about um, how it was written, where the, where the idea came from and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, where did the, the hook or the, the lyric begin? That's all, Carl. Well, it came... It, it came um, the melody. I'd always say. I'd always had this phrase. Look what the Lord has done in my head. Um, I had heard it in songs when I was a little kid, and so I, lo- I love anything that says gratitude or um, thankfulness or like a testimony. You know, like I, I mean, I I love the culture of like someone give a testimony. So I was in my shower. <laughs> We'll start with that. I I use it almost every day. And, uh, I was uh, I sing a lot. I sing in the shower, sing in the car, and so I just started singing out almost the whole thing of "Look what the Lord has done." Look what the Lord has done. Look how He brought me out. And I I mean I just uh, I was worshiping the Lord. I I knew uh, I wasn't writing a song as much as I was just like singing out hmm. how it felt and. Uh, 
and and then and the chorus as it is now is, is mostly how it was that day I sang it out in, in, in my shower. And then so for, for a few months, I sang it, and then I thought, well, I want to invite, you know, uh, either a co-writer into this, because I didn't know where to go with verses or anything like that. So I, I originally brought it to uh, another uh, friend of ours that we write with a lot, and I was like, hey, you want to write this song with me? So I played the chorus, you know. And um, and she was like, oh, that's cool, you know, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, that's cool. And what about this idea? And then we just ended up going off on another mm-hmm. trail. And so, but then, then not too long after that, I was writing with Lindsay and Emily and I was like, well, I'm going to play it for them just to see. Because at that point, I was like, well, maybe it's not as good as I think it is. Or maybe it's just for me, you know, it's yeah. one of those songs, you know, that, yeah. which is great. And then I played it for them and. We were like, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> yes, awesome. we were. Yep. Lindsay and I both have this thing that happens with us in co-writes where we like to cheer people on. And so we're just like, yeah, we love that idea. That's awesome. (laughs) But it was a great idea. It actually was a great idea. Looking at each other like, yes, we we (laughs) would like to help write that song. Yeah. But you had, yeah, you had already had the chorus Mm -hmm. and I think you just had come up with that melody idea for the verses. And we're just like, what about this for a verse or something? And we were like, "Mm -hmm, also that. Yes. (laughs) We love it. So yeah, we were just throwing out. We were throwing that, out. Yeah, is that sort of a, like a special thing to get a, a chorus like that, like all at once, or does that happen a lot? That's not the only time that's. Ha- I mean, that's happened to me, but it's a, it's rare for me. Like, I don't know. I I tend to love to like, you know, let somebody else speak into like how something comes to life. But like, some every now and then, I, like that, it just it just worked. Yeah, know, yeah. You know? Yeah, so, usually you come. People come in to co-writes with just like maybe an idea or of something, okay. or like a couple words or a line or something. But yeah, he came in with like the chorus, pretty much done. Well, I will say though, my favorite person to co-write with is someone who comes in saying, "I've got <laughs> all, I, all I've got is a completed bridge and a, and, a, and, a, and a verse. I just need a, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. oh, Emily and I were like pretty great. Sure, <laughs> sure, let's do. We it. will help you finish this almost finished song. I will say it, it is just going back to what you said about um, you bringing it to the first friend of ours that it didn't resonate in the hey, let's do this today way. I think I've seen God work a lot in that in that little space right there mm-hmm. when you're trying to decide what to write about at the beginning of a co-write because I think, you know, like if we're walking by the Spirit, He is yeah. orchestrating um, what He wants to say through us in these songs. And so sometimes the combination has to be just right, you That's know? Right. It's like it doesn't resonate with this friend, but it totally resonates with this friend because that was the one that was supposed to come alongside and help bring it fully to life. So I love that when that happens. It might feel a little weird in the moment when you're like, I'm not, I don't know about that one, but yeah. that's okay because it'll end up where it's supposed to go. Hmm. Yeah. Right when you had sang that chorus for us, it reminded me of Psalm 107, which is one of my favorite chapters, um, which I just pulled up and it just, you getting the word out? Like, yes. yes let's it. do it guys. Let's go. Um, I just love it. Cause I, it reminded me of that. It's like, the whole title is let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. it goes through these different stories of like what the Lord has done for people. And I've always really resonated with verses 17 through 22, just with, I had a passive eating disorders and it talks about how, um, 
some were fools through their sinful ways and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food. They drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble. He delivered them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Let them thank the Lord for his steadfast love, for his wondrous works to the children of man. And let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of his deeds and songs of joy. And right when you're saying that, Lord's like, <laughs> look what the Lord has done. I was cool. like, yeah. I'm, I'm, let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's I awesome. just loved that that chorus right away. And so it felt like a really special. We should write that too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are y'all doing after this? What are we all doing? <laughs> We're all gathered here. This, hey, yeah. group of four. Turns out. It's perfect. Yeah, we that's even another have podcast. this recording equipment. Like, you can use it. <laughs> right. Actually, yeah. I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> I have a new idea for a podcast. <laughs> Live songwriting. Yes. Live. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Let's talk about the verses. So um, the verses of this song, um, they really are more descriptive of um, kind of what what the person is experiencing. So the you know the words accepted, invited. Um, I'm a beggar that I've been welcomed in. Like, it, was that from a like a passage of, of the Bible? Is that just from your own experience? Like, how did that? Why does that verse kind of connect to? Well, I do remember we were talking about Ephesians 2. Um, Mm -hmm. One of my favorite passages is Ephesians 2. There's just Mm -hmm. so much goodness in there. But um, uh, Ephesians 2, 4 says, But God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Mm -hmm. Christ Jesus so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. So we were just talking through that passage and other ones that um, really just explained this grace that's been lavished on us. Mm. Um, Yeah. We don't deserve it, but it's a part of our reality now through the gospel. And Mm, so I love songs like this where— like like the the name of your podcast. It's like um, you talk about what's true, and then it's just this like, whoa, look what the Lord has done. <laughs> like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. What else can we do? But- what else can we do but, but worship Him? Yeah. So right. we just started in verse 1 um, talking about that invitation to take a seat. It says, accepted, mm. invited to take my seat. And I love that because it's a specific seat. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like prepared it's a seat that you've been called to, that you've yeah. been prepared for, right? And um, that you've been invited to it. Yeah. Not, and we actually, I remember this now. We actually talked about a di- maybe using a different word. Um, I can't remember what it was now, but we decided that um, invited mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. had more of a sense of. Not just like okay, you're here, whatever. Yeah. Like you know, I don't, I don't really like you, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I not, saved you, but I don't really like you. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's yeah. not we, casual. It's like very intentional. It's intentional. Like, yeah. I see you. Yeah. I invite Specific you. Specific yeah. invitation. So we're like, you know what? No, I want to. We want to say invited mm-hmm. to take my seat because it's it sounds like you are welcome, and we right. know that our welcome comes through the cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But but we are because of that reality, we are welcome. Yeah, and invited. And we come with, you know, it, you know, all our righteousness is just filthy rags, but we we come with that and the Lord exchanges it for a seat at his table, a, a place in his family. And we just kind of wanted to talk through that and figure out how to um how to best say that in these verses and then going into um 
all of the riches of a savior's love lavished over me. I'll sing of how wonderful, how merciful. It's exactly, it's like what Emily said. It's mm-hmm. revelation response. Like yeah. you did this for me. And so now what else can I do? But, but totally. sing about mm-hmm. how wonderful and how merciful you've been to me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Those verses, I don't know if I've ever thought about this way, but they, they describe the person and they also describe God. Like I'm accepted, I'm invited, but like that also is descriptive of God. Like he's the one that yeah. He's an accepting God. He's an yeah. inviting God. He's, you know, and so I just think that's really cool. I mean, songs I like to connect with and worship are ones that show me a good picture of who God is and like how he is to me in a personal way. Um, and then uh, allow me to to respond. And so um, we talked a little bit about the chorus, but um, maybe, and Carl, do you want to walk through kind mm-hmm. of just the progression of that chorus in terms of the lyric, like, um, I think the order is really important. Like, look at the Lord has done. Look how he brought me out. And because of his grace, I'm forgiven. Is that sort of like kind of a map for <laughs> yeah, how I mean, worship like, works? Like if, if I looked at the song at, on, the, on the whole, it's a testimony of the work of God in the life of a believer, specifically, mm-hmm. you know, the focus of the gospel. Because we, you know, we, we live— um, and you know, like on on well, I'll I'll, t- I'll take it for myself on two two extremes. I'm like either cloaked in shame or or, or like puffed up with pride. You know what I mean? And, and both extremes uh, are all about me. You know what I, you know what I'm saying? And so the song and the chorus, you know, it really is a work of like. Acknowledgement, which is what, what what we do when we when we receive the gospel, I cannot, I I can't, for you know, I can't overcome this crushing weight of sin. Yeah. I also am, my pride is not sufficient enough to make me worthy. You know what I mean? No yeah. matter how much I want to <laughs> pretend like, oh, I'm worth. It, both extremes, I, I'm I'm crushed by the weight of my inadequacy, yeah. shame, and pride. But so the mm-hmm. the song is really like a confession, and it's something I could sing every day as a as a song of praise, and then as a reminder, I am not who I used to be. I do not. I don't ever have to go back to that place of crushing shame or puffed up with pride. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I, I focus my affection on Jesus because he has been the agent of change and transformation in my life. I'm not who I used to be because of his perfect love. I look around my whole deal, mm-hmm. yeah. my life. What's my response? Look what the Lord has done. If I'm successful, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or whatever, look what the Lord has done. If I, if I fail or if I don't get it right, his Covering grace is sufficient to pull me back and make me righteous by his standard, yes. but by his grace. Look what the Lord has done. So that's mm-hmm. the, I mean, that's the chorus. That's the whole song for me. That's why I want to, I need to say that. I like to say that. I want people to say that. Mm. And I love that line. <clears throat> I look at my life and say, look what the Lord has done. Because every believer has their own testimony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're all yeah. thinking about something different when we sing that line. But yeah. but if you if you imagine that whole room of people, the believers in that room yeah. that are singing that line, everybody's got a story of before Christ and after Christ and how what he has done miraculously to transform their lives. And of yeah. course yeah. it's not done yet. We all still have so much to yeah. go by the work of the Spirit. 
to be more like Christ. But everybody who's a believer is in some point in that process where they're like, man, I look back and I, I'm not who I used to be. Like, yeah. and, and that really is a testament to, you know, um, I love apologetics a lot. And we're actually going through a, a, an apologetic series at church. Um, but I also love the testimony of a life yeah. that you go, mm. oh my goodness, like we show that God is real and that the gospel yeah. is real by our testimony. Mm. And it's all the work of Christ. Like I couldn't have done that myself. And he tells us over and over again in scripture, like, remember, look back at my faithfulness. Remember, because when we look back, it like stirs up our faith in our hearts that mm-hmm. he's going to be faithful again in the future. That's like a heart transformed yes. is the greatest apologist. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. You know you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. get, give me all the facts and figures, you know, <laughs> about why this is true and why, why this, but a heart transformed is the greatest apologist because you can't deny the impact of a broken person being restored. And that's, you know, I've been listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's called Pearls by this girl, uh, Christy McClellan. And uh, she, there's a podcast about um, Sabbath and rest and and really response. And sh- she's, she's just basically saying, look, Sabbath isn't uh, rest as much as it is. Pause and stop yeah. and recall the things that God has done. Look yep. back and say, oh, my gosh, look how he's. And she she brings it, you know, from the Jewish traditional cultural perspective, sitting around a fire and telling the stories of how good God has been over and over and over again. That is a pause. And when we do that on Sunday, I mean, that that needs to be the core mm-hmm. of what we do. Like we're there for for nothing greater than to say, oh, my gosh, look how good God is. Look how good he's been in the past week and let's draw strength and faith from his spirit, from his word and from one another to look forward, to keep, to keep walking by faith because he has been good. And so we know he'll be good, you know, in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If I've ever gone through like a drought (laughs) in my life of like not being able to worship or feeling disconnected from God, it's usually because I'm forgetting. Yes, (laughs) It's usually because I'm not remembering what he's Mm -hmm. done, how I used to be, like what he's brought me out of. It's if I forget those things, I feel kind of numb inside or I feel I just can't really relate to God, you know? And so uh, it just takes a second, you know, to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, like you were saying, like, it's like, you're almost shocked by it. Like, look, did he really, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, that is the, um, that's how we should feel when we look at what well, God, he does, he does miracles. He raises people from the dead. Like he, you know, he's, uh, just read through the gospels. And someone, uh, last week I heard someone say like, if you're not shocked and amazed by the gospel, then you're not reading it right. Like, yeah. look mm-hmm. at it, <laughs> you know? And yeah. so I, it's the same <laughs> for our lives. Like you're saying there's an e- evidence that God is real and that he's powerful. Just look at one person's life. Yes. And then you look at a church. It's like, look at all of these people. Everyone has a story. I love what you said about testimony. Like, the you know, uh, the addict or the single mom or the elderly person, every one of those categories thinks of something different. You know, someone at the end of their life can say, look at my whole life and look what God did, you know, or the the eight-year-old that just accepted Christ. It's like, I have my life ahead (laughs) of me. Look what he's going to do. Like, you know, it's just, it's very powerful. 
Isaiah 40 says, um, I've always loved this verse, says, Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God. He's like, why are you? Like, you've forgotten. Mm -hmm. And then he says, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He's like reminding them, Mm. because that's what we do. He's saying, like, why are you saying, I'm hidden from the Lord? But that's what I do, you know, when I forget what he's done for me, Mm. even in, in my own life. It's like, it's so good for us to go back and rehearse God's faithfulness, like hearing it from other people. That's why community is so important and being plugged into a local church Mm -hmm. and also reminding ourselves of like in our own life. It's so good for me to like, just like what you just said, Nate, like stop and look back and be like, man, he has rescued me out of like so many disastrous situations I Mm. have created for myself because of my own sin and my own pride or my own shame. That's what we kind Mm. of tried to hit with even both the verses. Like the first one is, the first verse is the beggar coming to the table. And then the second verse was, um, uh, I'm a rebel, you know, like, Mm -hmm. because we hit both, we hit all of that in our life. And the Lord is so patient Mm. and so faithful and he rescues us from ourselves, you know? That's amazing. So, okay. So I also want to talk about this. Something happened with this song that has never happened with fellowship songs. And we wrote and recorded it and put it out. And then um, we wrote a new section (laughs) and and (laughs) put it out again with a new bridge. And so I wanted to talk about that. Um, And so, you know, we we led the song for maybe a year or more, you know. uh, And um, when we went to do an acoustic version of it, I remember Carl just uh, shooting a text or something saying, hey, I've got a bridge idea little work tape on his phone and the lyric. And I just read it down and was like, yeah, that belongs. I mean, why, you know, it's like that should have, it's it's there the whole time understated, but this is just coming out and saying it, you know? Um, And so maybe we can just talk through that bridge um, of what, what was added to the song, why it was added. Um, well, that was something I basically just forced on Emily. and Lindsay. (laughs) Well, okay. No, but when we first wrote it, we were like, should there be a bridge? We kind of went back and forth on it. Sure. But mm. I think we all knew like there should be, we just kind of left it. I kind of always thought there would be a bridge. Yes. I just yeah. thought it needed to be the right yeah. bridge. Mm. And it went, and it kind of reminds me the song structure before the new bridge. It reminds me of some of those older worship choruses uh, where totally. you're not trying yeah. to say too much. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Um, and that's okay, but I always knew, like, eventually. Yeah, we, yeah, we gonna, had a feeling. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to. And then one day, Carl texted us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so, the, you know, I've always thought of this song as, like, um, a, go- a gospel song that, like, yep. c- like, just couldn't get out. You know, I've always <laughs> felt like it needed to go to another gear in my mind. You know, I, I, love, I love our first recording, and I, lo- I love this new thing. I, I always wanted to, there to be a place where you could just get bigger and feel more energetic. And so another thing with the bridge, like I just was singing it one day and just started singing out a lot of these things, like for everything, you know, for every broken heart you've been in, for every life you've been restored, you know, just like over and over because mm-hmm. it's almost like, you know, you get into these, like sometimes like scripture will make, you know, lists of things, you know, like. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all mm-hmm. creation. We're by him all things are yep. created. You know, you just use and so the bridge started yeah. feeling like one of those like f- sort of like free flow like expressions to the Lord. All of these things you've done, you know, and it's just that and then a million things more. 
Mm-hmm. Back yeah. to the course. Yep. You know, yeah. look what the Lord oh, has look done. What he's done. And hopefully opening up an opportunity for even more reflection for people who are singing along to put themselves and their unique mm-hmm. expression mm-hmm. into it. You yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah, that bridge could be 10 minutes long. Uh, exactly. With everyone. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. how he saved me from this, how he did this yes. with my kids, how he, you know, all totally. Stuff, you know, it almost has that feel to it. Like yeah. you could actually have at a church an ad lib section yes. where right. somebody's just singing, Hey, what'd the Lord do in your life? Yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I got I, my bills paid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I actually right. pictured. And when you do that, please send it to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we it, want to hear it. Yeah. Please do that and please send it over. <laughs> By the way, if anybody plays this song at your church, we want to hear it because yes, we, we love that. Yes, yeah, we do. Oh that's one of our favorites. Send a video. It's like the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. Voice memo. <laughs> was this the one that got done like halfway across the world? Like somebody sent a video from Croatia or something? Yes. yes. Yeah, of someone's yes. A yep. little girl singing the song. And I was just yeah. like, ooh, trying not to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> Watching yes. it. It's just like amazing. Yep. You yeah. know? That's pretty cool. And we've actually seen a couple of things come in where it's it's uh-huh. been played in different nations. Different mm-hmm. countries. Yep. So that that in itself is a miracle. Like we just have to be faithful to plan those times where we can write together and yeah. pray that God inspires that time. And then just let, then you just release the song. You're yeah. like, okay, Lord, I don't have an agenda for this, but you can get it wherever you need it to mm-hmm. go. And just the trust. And then, you know, he again, does. then you can be like, look what the Lord has done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. That's a good kind of like transition to something I wanted to talk to you guys about and why why fellowship songs, why we write music. You know, I yeah. think that question comes up a lot and it's, you know, um, I think songwriters write songs, you know, it's kind of like, duh, you know, but for us, it's like, what, what, what do we, how would you answer that question? Like, what, what do these want, we want these songs to do in our body? What do we want them to do for any listeners that find fellowship songs? Um yeah, I mean, a lot of churches don't write music. And so, you know, I'm blessed to be a part of a church that does. Um, but I just think it's cool to, how would you articulate, like, the function of these songs, like, with our people? Big question. I mean, <laughs> I, got, I, I mean we're, we're, we're a fellowship Bible church. We're, bi- we're, a, we're a teaching church, you know. We teach the Bible verse by verse. And I think we're better for it. I also think that compliment to verse-by-verse Bible teaching is a song that helps carry the emotional weight Mm -hmm. that just someone standing up and telling you something can't carry. It it, it helps you, but a song can bear the freight uh, and go into the heart more easily and more smoothly than just, uh, say, a a lecture or or like a list of facts. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think of it in, in, in terms of a wedding sometimes like, you know, there's a, there's a preacher at a wedding and, um, and he might say something about marriage or something like that. That's like factual, you know, this ring is made of gold or something, but when, (laughs) but when it, but when it, when the marriage takes place at the wedding, it's when someone makes a vow with Mm -hmm. their heart. They, Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't say like because of the following facts. I'm going to. They say yeah. in sickness and in health, no matter what, I pledge my heart to you. You know, yeah. a song can kind of do that. Like the where the truth is revealed to God's word, it 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 compels us in our head. But a song can help transfer that into our heart to where we say, "I sing this." 
it's got emotion, it's got depth. I pour my heart into this. What I've learned, I now marry it to 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 a depth of experience and emotion um, that that would would be in, both of those things would be would be less with without the other. You know what I mean? The, the teaching by itself mm-hmm. uh, is is not as good with with the song. The song by itself is not as good mm-hmm. with the teaching. So the reason we mm-hmm. write music to get to your question is because it's a comprehensive expression of how a disciple can live. It's not, it's not all in the head. It's, you know, it's got to be the marriage of the head and and the heart. And I think songs are the best vehicle to make that happen. And they Mm -hmm. stick with you too. Like they they, they go deeper. And it's like, I mean, the same reason, like we write scripture songs for our kids to help them remember them because you remember a song. Do you know what I mean? Like I can think back to my favorite, um, uh, sermons that have been taught. And I remember, you know, like the overall, uh, message, but if you're, if you're singing a song again and again and again, that's why we try to write songs that are going along with what, um, Bible verses we're going through at our church. That's what we're, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's an incredible disciple making, like you just said, opportunity to, okay, this is what we're learning on the weekends. And also we're writing these songs that help, hopefully help us get it deeper and remember and stick with us. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I remember that sermon series and I remember the songs that we wrote out of it and that we learned together and sang together as we walked through life together and lived out that truth mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, and it's like a way of taking that <clears throat> edification that's happening and bringing it along with you Yeah, through the week. Yeah. I've gotten emails and texts from a few people saying, I have listened to this one song Yep. you know, countless times. Um, yeah. And so yeah. they might not listen, no offense to our pastors, but they might not Poor listen man. to the, <laughs> we love you guys, but they might not listen to that sermon over and over and right. over again throughout their week, but they might turn on the song and and continue to be edified right. by the truth of God's word yep. as they go. Yep. It's also a good, op- uh, this brings up a good opportunity to say like to songwriters and people who are writing songs, like what you say in your lyrics matters yep. so much because of the portability of the songs, the way songs get in yes. people's hearts. Yes. Um, you, I, I can't overstate that your songs have, you have to hold them up against God's word. Yes. And, and if, if they don't align, don't sing that or fix it. Cause you it's know? teaching yeah. theology. It's teaching yeah. theology. That's what they do. I mean, it's, it, it is shaping people. It's helping to transform their hearts and minds. And so we, we want to do it as with the Lord's word right beside us. That's what yes. I love about this, this conversation we've already had. It took, Five minutes and someone someone's like, oh yeah, this is this is what the Lord's word says about that. Oh yeah, well this is what it says about that. And it's like the the songs yeah. are really like resting on the Lord's word. And that is as if you're writing songs for the church, if you're writing pop songs, I don't care what you write about. If you're writing songs for the church <laughs> yes. for people to sing, mm-hmm. yeah. sing truth and let that truth be drawn from the endless well of God's word. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we, we don't, don't Oh, go ahead, Nate. Yeah, we don't invite people to say anything a lot of times during sermons, but we invite people to sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. So we're putting exactly. words in their mouth, uh-huh. yeah. you know. That's um true. and so yeah, those words have to be bulletproof, you know. And, and that what to, a sacred honor it is yes. to I mean, just think about it. Like, wow, I got with some friends, we talked about God's word together. We put it in like this like a little form, like yeah. a poem to, to a melody. <laughs> and now a group of people is singing this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I also love some of the fun and healthy debate that happens yes. in songwriting rooms. Like where you kind of go, 
let's talk about that. Am I are cool with sure? that? Like, are we sure about mm. that? And that, but then it just makes it better and better. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's so fun to just just talk about the Word of God, theology, and everything. I also love something about our our group at our church that um, I'm sure a lot of people do. But I love that we we submit our songs to our pastors and are like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I want you to take a fine tooth comb theologically and make sure this this mm-hmm. we can hold this up to." the the word of God, and this is a pure reflection of what is coming out of the word and what mm-hmm. we're be, we're teaching in this series. And is this sound theology? Because our people are going to be, it's going to be sinking roots into our hearts, and we're going to be singing this to the Lord, totally. and we want to sing back to Him truth. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and we want it to all align. If like yeah. we write curriculum from the church, yes. if we write messages, totally. songs, we want it all to say the same thing. Yep. You know, so like at our church, we talk about wholehearted life in Jesus. We talk about disciple making. So we want fellowship songs to do those things. Yep. You know, we need to be talking about how our lives are changed and you know how we get to follow Jesus and be close to Him. You know, yeah. and so um, yeah, being on mission with your songwriting is yes. super important. Um, any other lingering thoughts about this song? I've really loved watching our people respond to this song, mm-hmm. and um, I think it's uh, it's one that's easy to sing, but. Um, like I said, sticks with people. Um, they're able to kind of like sing it in their cars or helmet with their families or whatever. And that's, you know, best case scenario <laughs> for these songs yeah. mm-hmm. is that they would be with people throughout the week and mm-hmm. um, and certainly on Sunday mornings to lead them. Um, but any thoughts about, um, I guess, leading the song? Emily, you talked about like the, the feeling of someone singing a song that you wrote. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's more about that that you can say. Um I mean, we just did this uh, like acoustic recording, and it was just cool to watch the, a group of forty people or whatever just yeah. sing it over and over as we were recording it. You know, I was like, "Yeah, this is like body life yes. <laughs> with our music." I yep. love this, you know. Well, and I think I think um, you know some of the people listening to this podcast will be interested in the songwriting part, and some will just be interested in the song. Mm-hmm. But I think um, the songwriting element is it's really just community. Mm-hmm. It's it's really like this small little like moment of community in the body of Christ. Like you're edifying each other, you're discussing and you're, you know, talking about all this stuff. And then that community gets brought into a the bigger community. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's the amazing part is like what happened, the edification that happened in this small community, this little tiny one that the three or four people that were there is now going out into this community of our church body mm-hmm. like and then if the song actually goes to other churches then we get we're getting into whoa like yeah. we are united with other believers in the global mm-hmm. body of Christ yeah. like wow and so it's just amazing how it's really not our it's not our work it's not something that we're like oh I'm just awesome at you know penning <laughs> up some penning up some lyrics and poems right. but it's that it's that the spirit works in us and he allows us to be a part of encouraging each other, exhorting each other. And Mm -hmm. like, what a gift that the Lord created music so that we can do that. It's just, it's amazing. There's no group that, I mean, I've been to like country music festivals and stuff and they definitely are singing the stuff and it's fun and everything. Mm -hmm. But there's no group that sings quite as much as the church does. (laughs) And there's a reason for that. You know, we're, we're hardwired to, to, to um, express to the Lord our worship and then also to encourage each other through these memorable melodies. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. You said it earlier. It's a, it's a miracle. It It really is. is. It is a miracle. Every time a little song is born, 
and then the Lord does what only he can do. I mean, all our efforts could never do what he does. And he just, he brings it to the people that need to hear it. And he's so faithful to do that. And I always think like, man, what a gift to get to on this side of heaven, get little glimpses of like, I just got to be a part of this. And the Lord is blessing me even that I get to see a little bit of the fruit from just our time together, you know, wrestling through scripture and what does it say? And and how do we say that in a way that um, we'll remember and that gives glory to the Lord and and uh, accurately reflects like what he's done in our lives. And, and then mm-hmm. we just come together on an afternoon and write it and then we give it to the Lord and put it out there. And then <laughs> we get to hear s- stories from people. It is, cra- it's a miracle. It's crazy. It's yeah. just like, man, thank you, Lord, that we get to do that and that we get to do something that we we love to do. And that's what I love about songwriting is that it's like, it's so life-giving and then it, it's life-giving the moment and then it's life-giving. Yeah, it keeps going. It keeps going. Yeah. It's like, it's like putting yourself in the shoes of the little boy who brought the loaves and fishes. Yes. Like what was oh, yes. he doing 100%. when everyone was eating? <laughs> he was like, like oh my gosh. <laughs> I know how much I gave. You know what I mean? I was there when I like hastily packed a lunch, <laughs> you know? And now what is happening? You know, he was the one that had that most like inside track on every, even the disciples didn't know like he knew, you know? And when he gave it to the Lord, he was like, well, look at that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that's what it, that's what it, it feels is. like yes, with songwriting so or with anything. Yep. If, if we're not precious about, you know, what evil, even little things we have, we can become so precious with them. It's like, uh-huh. Oh yeah. But it, it's so much better to just say, all right, I'm going to give you this and you yes. take it and do something with it. And then he's like, I'm sure that's going to translate great audio. Yeah. Carl is shaking and moving his hands when he says that. It was very Christ-like what I did. That's amazing. That is the perfect picture for it. Yeah. That guy. What was that guy thinking? A little kid. You know, I don't know. And even beyond songwriting. That's what we do when we offer to the Lord. Like anything that he is interested to us. And we're just faithful and obedient. That's what he's looking for is our yeah. obedience. And we're just like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to show up today and I'm just going to give yeah. you what I have. And it's not very much, but it is when it's in your hands. And, and when like, it's not just, I mean, God did a miracle. It's amazing. But if you get to be the one who has that inside yes. first step of faith thing that says, all right, yeah, I was, I was there when I gave the thing, the lunch. Or just brought the idea. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Here's the mm-hmm. idea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is this good? <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. And me and Emily look, yes. Because it mm-hmm. is vulnerable, right? I'm sure you were kind of like, okay, so this other friend wasn't really feeling it. Yes. Okay, guys. What do you think? And, and either way, it, it would have been okay. Yes. You know, you kind of had to just take say, here's my loaves and fish. Does yeah. God want to do something with this today and then yeah. in our body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's up to him. Yeah. And I think yeah. songwriting is really humbling because <laughs> it's not like, um, hey, so guys, I became a really good baseball player and now I just know that I can knock it out of the park every time. Yeah. It's not like that. It's more like I actually have no idea if anything will come out of this. And often it doesn't. It's yeah. just for that moment in community and to the Lord. And that is amazing. So you never know. Is this like a personal thing or is this going to bless more? And that's what's so humbling about it is yes. you just show up, you do it, and then you offer it. 
I have I have this thing about songwriting for this, this specifically for songwriting, but it's a little principle that I always like tell people like how do, how do I really get into co-writing? And I always say this whole thing: always bring a gift to the party, and it can be a a little shred of something. It can be you know like a start of a chorus or just I mean anything. Oh, this lyric idea, but like you probably will experience the feeling that you feel like if you bring a gift to a birthday party. And someone's opening gifts, uh, mostly when I was a little <laughs> yes, kid yes. or now, even. Yeah. <laughs> but when they're opening your gift, there's this thing in you that like coils up. You're like, oh, gosh, I hope they like it. <laughs> Please like it. Please don't like say this, you know, <laughs> but but like you. Uh, but but don't ever be afraid to don't don't be the one who just says because of that fear. Right. I'm not bringing a gift to the party. I'm not bringing yeah. a little bit of myself to share with you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. always bring a gift to the party and you will be amazed almost. You know, it might be like, oh, this is a good gift you set aside. But then there's going to be a time when Every someone says, this is the best gift I've ever been given. Yes. Oh, and it's such a cool feeling. You know? yes. And that's what I love yes. about just our like community, the community of the local tours that we're plugged into. Like we've now we've all written so much together that the fear gets less and less. There's mm-hmm. always going to be, I think, for every songwriter in your heart, just a little like, oh, I like this gift. But <laughs> it, it does get a little easier every time you bring a gift to the party, yeah. especially mm-hmm. with the fellowship that you have with your team. And that's what I love so much. I'm so grateful for it. I, you know, I, I wrote a long time before. Um, I mean, I, I've written with you guys for a long time, but um, there is just something about a local church and getting plugged in and really just saying like, hey, mm. just you get that rapport the more and more you write together and the mm-hmm. more you're like, hey, I hope you like this gift. And you're like, sometimes you're like, yeah, maybe that's the thing we write today or maybe not. But there's yeah. a more of a trust that gets built over time, I think. And uh, a mutual, the like I always say, the umbrella of safety <laughs> where you're <laughs> like, I think I'm going to throw out this idea and it's okay if it's not good, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because you trust the people. Mm-hmm. Revelation Response is produced by Fellowship Bible Church and Fellowship Songs. You can check us out online at fellowshipbiblechurch.org or by searching Fellowship Songs wherever you stream your music. Also, please leave us a like and give us a follow to hear more episodes like this. Thanks for listening. <laughs>